0: Someone has already done and is already doing what you want to do.
1: And no, they didn't fall into a rich family to do so. They were not born lucky. You know you can be more. You can have
2: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Millennial Market Talk. This is your host, Mark Jones, and thanks for tuning in. Um, Today, we have special guests with us. Um, We have Andres and Kinley Mendoza. How are you guys doing today?
0: Couldn't be better. Yeah, good.
2: Awesome. Um, So... you guys, there's a lot of things that I want to talk to you guys about, but before we get into that, uh, there was a, a little something that I did the previous episode that I think was pretty freaking funny, um, and also enlightening about who we are, being that we are millennials or on the cusp of millennials. So we're going to play a little game. Okay, I like games. You ready? I guess so. I'm going to ask you guys 10 millennial-specific questions, and let's see how many of these you get right out of 10, okay? We'll start with number one. Number one... Which award show did Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake wear their infamous, iconic denim matching outfits? And it's multiple choice. Was it the VMAs? Was it the Grammys? Or was it American, American Music Awards? I
0: think.
1: VMAs, if I, I had it
0: was to think of VMAs, guess. Yeah.
2: Okay, you guys would be wrong.
0: No. It's the American
2: Music Awards. I did not get that correct, but Kristen, my <laughs> wife, did. Um, so here's number two. Uh, who was the host of MTV's Punked?
0: Ashton Kutcher. Yeah.
2: <laughs> There's one correct. Uh, let's see. Moving on to number three. Where would you find the trademark T-Y with the little heart above it?
1: On the tikes, or what do they call those?
0: And beanie Babies. Beanie Babies. Yeah.
2: Boom. Nailed it. All right, so uh, moving into number she four. She has a huge That's collection of Beanie Babies. So I don't annoyed. think Hundreds. anybody did. I mean, everybody had a collection, right? I'm collecting. I'm hoping
0: that in the next uh, 10 years, they'll make me millions. Uh, there you
2: go. We'll did see. you take them out of the box?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but the tag's still on. Okay.
2: <laughs> You'd be surprised at things that they have these days of clean, that kind of stuff, I would imagine. All right, so keep on rolling. Number four, what movie was the Talk Boy Deluxe popular from? And it can be multiple choice. Was it A, uh, Free Willy, B, Harriet the Spy, C, Home Alone, or D, Richie Rich?
0: Richie Rich.
1: I have no clue. The
2: Talk Boy that was that little Walkman looking thing that had the the microphone out of it. Home Richie Alone. Rich. It was Home Alone. (laughs) It was Home Alone. So they, 50-50. So let's keep rolling. Number five. um, From what cartoon show is the quote from? This following quote. Move it, football head. Hey, Arnold. Nailed it.
0: Wow.
2: Hey, Arnold. So we're going to find at the end that Andres is actually more millennial than the millennial. (laughs) Probably. Okay, here we go. Number six. Um, Most... A controversial talk show with the bouncer named Steve.
1: Jerry Springer show.
2: Boom. He's killing it. That is correct.
1: That is correct. We only had one station. <laughs> I was going to a- say a- sick a- days, AFN, right? AFN station That's in it. Germany.
2: When I had to see. Okay. Um, let's see here. So number seven. Uh, you may not get this, but who knows? I have faith. Name two Ernest movies.
1: Ernest Goes to Camp. And Ernest Goes to School No Come <laughs> on You're on the right
2: track mm. I watched all of them unfortunately Fortunately
1: I, I think I've watched two of them
2: How about Ernest Goes to Jail Ernest Scares Stupid <laughs> Those are not I have ringing
0: never a bell. heard of that
2: <laughs> <That's> okay. ever <laughs> uh, I, Okay so let's move on Number eight Um how many licks does it take to get to the center of the Tootsie Pop?
0: How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of the uh-huh.
1: Pop? Oh, my God. This should be engraved in my subconscious you mind. You would think, right? Eighteen. 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 How about you? I don't know. How about one, a two, two a three.
2: No, oh, there you
0: uh, go. Three. <laughs> the owl. Eighteen. Where did you get 18 from? I don't know.
2: Okay, here we go. Wow, uh, number eight. No, no, no. We just did that one. So number nine. Nitro, laser, hawk, diamond, blaze. We're all gladiators, or are you ready? Uh, American, American gladiators. gladiators. Yeah. Boom. Okay. So we're working at about 50-50 right now. We got one more question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it would make sense. We got millennial, non-millennial, but the non-millennial is actually <laughs> the one getting all these right. <laughs> uh, number 10. The average millennial makes more or less than their parents did? Way less. That is correct. Yeah. That is correct. Do you know how much less?
1: 30 to 40,000 less. It's,
2: well, it's in percentages, the research I did, but it was actually 20% less. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, That being the 10th and final question, I'd say that you got about a 60% millennial uh, rate.
1: That's a pass, It's
2: a D minus-ish. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, piggybacking on that, us being depicted as making less than our parents did by 20%. I mean, do you think there's truth to that, number one? And um, why do you think that that is? Let's just open it up.
1: Yeah, because uh, the system. The system that okay. our parents grew up in were was totally different. You know, you had the industrial age. Where yeah. You went to school. you you got a good job. Yep. Uh, the person who made the best grades got the best job. Yep. And then you worked that job forever. Right. right. And that job took care of you. We don't live in the industrial age anymore. We went from the connection age, uh, you know, through, through everything to now to the connection age. And it's a totally different ball game running on the same system. So therefore, you have different results.
2: I would agree with that 100%. Yeah. I, and then I, I, it takes me back to um, the philosophy of go to school make good grades, get a good job, live a good life, right? Um, and that, that you're correct. That's not the case these days. What, what we're finding is that most um, individuals that go to college end up getting out and not knowing what to do or not being able to get a job because they have no experience, right? Um, actually, yesterday we were talking um, about student loans and the amount of debt that that students have these days. And it's, I mean, it's, it's tragic. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, being that I'm in the mortgage business, that is one of the biggest deal killers that are out there. Uh, I mean, your debt to income ratio, 100% is being affected by the amount of student loans that are out there. And the job that you get after the fact is not compensating
1: for that. <laughs> and it's sad. It's a trap. It's a rigged game. Yeah. talk Talk to me about that. What do you mean? So going back to that system, that's completely by design it's there's no accidents here you know the, the people that are in charge of our schooling system are in charge of our food supply okay they're in charge of our music industry our yeah. movie industry our tell lie, programming industry they're in charge of our pharmaceutical industry industry and basically what they want is worker bees that's it
2: i, I would agree with thinking. that you
1: go you go to school and if you have any type of critical thinking they shut that out of you i think it's elementary. Yeah. What do know. they call you? <laughs> they call you, you ADD. Know, ADD <laughs> and they want to put pharmaceuticals in you because they <laughs> own that industry too, right? So that's what they do. They put you through the schooling system to where all you do, you're like a robot. You remember and repeat. That's right. Remember and repeat. And the people who remember and repeat the best get the best grades. Makes perfect and sense. best grades later on turn into the best jobby jobs, right? Yeah. And it's it's, it's like triple whammy because even as we're going through school, when we get home, what do we do? We sit in front of that box TV. <laughs> That's right. Back then it was more definitely a box, more, more programming. programming. And then we look and we're like, man, my life sucks, yeah. man. I suck, man. I don't have this. I don't have that. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to do? You want to keep up with the Joneses. And the minute you turn old enough to get credit and this and that, you're you never taught it. about it. You blow it. You're in debt up to your eyeballs. And it's almost it's a trap because there's really no way of getting out if you're not financially educated. Right. So they do that on purpose. It's all by design. And the whole time our food that we're intaking as well is not the best for our body to keep us in a harmonious state. And I'll agree with that and vibrating at a high frequency, along with the negativity and fear that's been putting into us constantly, because when you're constantly given negative fear it's called the illusionary truth effect okay right? they repeat stuff over and yeah, over again yeah, yeah. And you start to believe it and your body starts vibrating at real low frequencies and when you're at low frequencies guess what happens in your life you attract low frequency things you're an antenna for it absolutely so then they got this game rigged right so after you go through school and now you're let's say you go to college right you're still remembering repeating get the best grades now you get the best job, but now it's a trap because they own the financial institutions that just charge you interest up the wazoo. You're correct. Just so you could get the loan, just so you could get that paper right. that says, I'm educated and go work for somebody else. And the minute you say, you know what? I don't want to do this. I want to be my own boss. I want to start something. You go trying and you can't right. because your credit's screwed because you've been looking at that box that and sense. you've been comparing your life to everything on that box and you've been buying stuff you don't need. That's right. Right. Instead of investing it or or putting it away like our parents told us. Right. They told us, but they didn't show it. They didn't show it. Absolutely. (laughs) Man, So that's 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 the issue there. So then you get that job because you have nowhere else to go. Mm -hmm. And now the insurance, medical insurance, Mm -hmm. it keeps you there, right? So you work, 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 and every once in a while they give you a little bonus. Oh yeah, they give you a little bonus, maybe a certificate, employee of the month. If you're lucky, it's framed. Maybe get a parking spot. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? So they, they do this and it's all a trap and it's just a, a carrot dangling and they keep you there and you're still looking at that box. You're still trying to keep up with the Joneses. So you're still in debt and there's you're, you're drowning. Absolutely. You're drowning fast. So let's say you make it through that. Let's say you make it through their rigged game, their rigged system, so that you could just be their worker bee. And now you're like, shoot, I'm finally going to retire. Well, guess what? You retire and now you're sick because you've <laughs> been eating the foods that they've been yeah. giving you. You've been stressed up to your eyeballs because you've been stressed about finances sure. forever. So what do they do? They control the pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. They control the schools that, that doctors are taught.
2: That makes and sense. They
1: either own or fund them, right? So the doctors are taught to I, remember repeat. I mean, that's a repeat. good point.
2: In my mm-hmm. opinion, I believe I own a part of the schools. Have you seen how much property taxes you pay? And yes. out of the property taxes in Texas, I can only speak for Texas, but out of that, do you know how much is actually going towards... Education and the school system, it's an Nothing. outrageous amount. It's a huge amount, actually. I mean, it's huge. Um, I'll give you an example, real example. I pay upwards of about 26 grand in property taxes. Out of that, we're paying literally $16,000 to our school, that local, I don't know, I mean, NISD, Northside
1: Independent School District. And My kids—they don't even go to those schools. Exactly. We <laughs> so have, where's we have the that money lot, going? We have that lot sitting there. You Same know? thing. Over uh, half the money is going to the education. I
2: don't get it. It's crazy. Um, but that—that that is a great um, kind of way to open up the show. Now let's talk about you guys. Uh, obviously, I have you on this show for a reason. Um, it, it is absolutely intended to empower and inspire, not entitle. And I'm only bringing folks on that are shakers and movers and 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 have. Uh, Talk the talk, not just walk the walk. Um, I know you got a good talking game. I want to hear how you got to where you are. Um, So where are you guys from?
0: Well, we are here uh, from San Antonio, Texas. Okay, both Um, of you? Both of us, we actually are military Kind of, sort of, but not really. Yeah, he's kind of been all over. Um, we were actually both coincidentally born in Germany. Both okay, of us.
2: wow. How cool is that?
0: Yeah, both of our, our dads were in the Army, uh, pretty much lifers in the Army. And um, other than that, though, we've both lived in San Antonio for quite some time. I've been here for about 15 years okay. now. He's been here for quite some time. And we would definitely call San Antonio home, Good. although we love traveling. We've got travel in our blood. And I agree with that. He's been everywhere, Miami for a little bit.
1: And you had yeah, mentioned so, military, correct? Yeah. So my, yeah. my dad was uh, stationed in Germany where he met and married my mom. My mom's German. Okay. Just like her mom's German. Yeah. So we're dual citizens. Very actually, cool. Uh, which is pretty neat. So I grew up in Germany. I grew up in Fort Leonard, Missouri, and then moved to San Antonio in 1995, where I went to eighth grade. Okay. Uh, And then, you know, I did uh, high school here and one year of college. Okay. Moved away to Miami as an adult in 04 and moved back in 07, because this is where friends and family. Absolutely. My dad's from a border town. Okay. Called Eagle Pass, Texas. Eagle Pass. Eagle Pass. (laughs) And uh, so all, all my family pretty much lives here. So this is home. Um, hey, I'll tell you a real quick funny
2: story. So Eagle Pass was the first place and and we actually named our, our LLC after it. But uh, going back to my football career, oh my God, reminiscing, um, I had an interception and boom, all over the loudspeaker, Mark Honez. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> and that continued wow. the entire game. And then it stuck with me. Continuing on, but oh, sorry, hey. go ahead. That was Eagle Pass, Texas.
1: That's awesome. So imagine my mom, blonde hair, green eyed yeah. German lady named Heidi. Her first experience in the United States was going straight to Eagle Pass. Whoa! Imagine that. Whoa!
2: They probably thought she was a fresa.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a culture shock <laughs> wow. for my mom. But yeah, you know. But San Antonio is home, and um, you know all my experiences and all that travel and and being able to live four years here, four years here. I think it had a lot to do with the mindset that I had, um, you know, growing up when I got here, my mindset sort of changed. Okay. Okay. Uh, I went to Holmes high school here and, and, you know, my parents graduated from Holmes. So you, you are who you surround yourself with, right? You always hear that you're the average of the five people that you surround yourself with. So, you know, I wasn't uh, exposed to the greatest of things there. And I started to buying into that, that victim mindset yeah that seems to be rampant in you know low income agree. Uh, areas and um i you know i i did that for so long it was poor me poor me the reason why i'm not doing this is because of this and i kept you know when you point those fingers you got three always pointing back, back at you yeah. and it wasn't until march 13th of 2012 that i made the decision To accept everything in my life that I understood that my life was exactly the way it was because I've created my own reality with my thoughts, my words and my actions and my choices. And that's whenever my life completely changed. I said, I got to get rid of the negative stuff that I've been doing. So I cut out all the negative BS, got rid of it all. um, And I started writing down my goals. What I want. I want to meet the woman of my dreams. What I want. I want to be successful. But not just making money. I want to help people. Because that's my blueprint on being on this earth is to provide value. You know, the service to many leads to greatness, right? And I wanted to be great. Um, And I knew that I, that's why I was here. All that other stuff that I experienced that day when I made that choice, it was, you know, I'll just be a little real here. It was after a night of being up all night. Sure. I probably napped for like two hours, woke up and I went and I stood in the mirror and that's whenever I just... I felt the presence.
2: And I think, I think that that's a great point. And and, uh, you may see it as uh, weird that you're standing in the mirror and you had this epiphany, but I think that's the most honest time that we as individuals have with ourselves is looking in the mirror and really having a good talk. Like, uh, Hey, could you have done better today? Or maybe you could have done something a little bit further than the normal to then become extraordinary, so to speak. Um, But Going back, and this is so strange, you said March 13th?
1: March 13th of 2012.
2: That was a date that I took my test to become a mortgage loan officer. Wow. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> See,
1: there's no accidents Literally in
2: 30 days later, I started as a loan officer, quit my $100,000 a year job at Toyota Bernie, and here I am at there nine you know. years later. I'm not ju- You said that and I went wait a minute. That's
1: that awesome. You, that's familiar. awesome. You had the cojones to do that because my mentor said, don't let your hundred thousand dollars a year, stop you from making a hundred thousand dollars a month.
2: That's exactly right. Yeah, And that's, so. ex- I mean, gosh, I'm a testament. I'll, yeah. I will tell you, I, um, when I did that, I had my wife that was, um, just about done with her nursing and becoming a nurse. Um, so it was, I had the risk, but it was like, okay, no matter what, I could always go back to uh, auto finance or something like that. And it's sad that I did have that uh, perspective, but it's true. Uh, I just never looked back, to be honest. I just did.
1: and, and that's what you got to realize. God puts us in places to where it's just stepping stones to get us where we're going. Mm-hmm. And we got to soak up whatever it is, even through the dark. You got to go through the dark sometimes to appreciate the light. It's very and true. And to understand the light. I actually take so, it a step further. I don't think you
2: can appreciate the light exactly. without knowing what the dark is like.
1: Amen. Exactly. You know? So that was huge for me. And I started writing down my goals and I just submersed myself in personal growth and personal development, which I had no clue that that's what I was doing. Sure. But I, w- I was just doing it. Self-educating. And... I wanted to meet the woman of my dreams. But I said, look, the guy I am today doesn't deserve her. her. We'll never even get her attention. Gotcha. So I need to start becoming a better version of me every single day. And I thought all the negative and bad stuff I did in my life because I was always a good person. I was doing bad things. Sure. Um, I felt that I wouldn't be blessed for a really long time. But no, after really making that conscious decision and not just toe dipping it, you know how we leave sure, ourselves at the sure, sure. back door, like, oh, I'm going to try to stop drinking and doing all these bad things and said, no, I don't do that anymore. It's a completely different language. That's
2: a commitment. Right? I mean, it, one of the biggest to yourself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So within, pff, it was March 13th. I met her in uh, October, mm-hmm. October, in October, October 15th yeah. of that year. And the rest, where did you, where did you, you guys meet?
0: We met at a. CrossFit
1: gym. Okay, makes perfect sense. We
0: met in a
1: box. Okay, a sweat box. I don't even know
0: if CrossFit gyms are still called boxes or or what. I would imagine so. um, But yeah, uh, we met at a CrossFit gym, and he's got a funny story on, on how we met and all this. But he was basically like the fittest guy I had probably ever seen, like in my life, walk into the CrossFit box. And it I was, was like, like, damn, this guy is really fit. <laughs> like that was basically how it started. I was in a relationship at the time. Um, but you know, in a nutshell, we left the studio. I basically, I say studio cause I'm an F45 trainer right now. And that's what I'm thinking about studio. We left the box and, um, I just immediately, you know, sent him a friend request on Facebook and slipped just, into his yeah, DM. slipped into his DMs. And, awesome. and really, really so the rest is history. basically stalked me forever. <laughs> yeah. Really, the rest is history. But the stories that, and he was really open and honest of who he was, you yeah. know, before March 13th. And the things that he would tell me about just what he's done and who he surrounded himself with and where he's, you know, ended up from time to time, like I would have, he's absolutely right. I would have never looked twice. Well, I
2: tell you what, without going into too much detail, um, I feel as though the reason why you are able to push the boundaries, you're able to understand what your body can withstand, what uh, your mind can withstand is because you pushed the boundaries when you were younger. Mm-hmm. And I can say that because I am very similar.
0: Okay. Absolutely. I was
2: not always the best. I, I'll tell you right now, I've said this before. I was not always the best. I was a good person. I was a great person, always doing the right thing for people. Um, but, Getting in trouble. Yeah, I push the boundaries and and I can relate with that. Um, Being with the wrong crowd. I can relate to that all day long. Um, I I wouldn't take it back for the world. Me neither. I I wouldn't. It makes me who I am today. And it it allows me to know that when I look back at that person, I go, I'm a much better person. I I feel great about that. Let's see how much more we can do and accomplish or so to speak. And how many more people we can help? Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Um, we're finding a lot of similarities, and it's it's uh, everything is is uh, right where it's supposed to be, in my
1: opinion. Absolutely, there's um, no coincidence. No,
2: not at all. So you guys, uh, and this is something we have not discussed on this show before. We've had realtors, brokers, developers. We've had PEO reps uh, or or VPs, directors of business development. You guys are truly your own business, um, and it is something that is not widely spoken about anymore. But it absolutely still works. Um, I will compare it to a Mary Kay. I will compare it to an Amway. The things are under the umbrella of multi-level marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And you say multi-level marketing. Done, done,
1: done. Dun, yes, dun, dun. listeners are like, oh my god, oh, absolutely.
2: That's right. (laughs) Everybody's
1: pressing the the back button right now. No, they're not
2: because they're hanging by a moment because they're like, wait a minute, what is this about? And I want to give the true perception and perspective from you guys who are successful at it and who have also educated others to show the way. And they're also successful. I mean, it is absolutely a trickle down effect. But what I want to kind of preface this with is, Every business out there is a trickle-down effect. Every business out there is a pyramid scheme. Um, Tell me if your boss doesn't make more money than you. Aren't you working to accomplish the things that he has delegated to you? Pyramid, you know? Now, the word scheme is where there's a big difference in what you see on American Greed or all these shows where they paint this picture um, versus what you guys actually do, so let's get into that. Number one, how did you get into it?
0: Yeah, well, I guess I'll start with that. So um, I was actually attracted to um, this Andres. industry. <laughs> mm, Very yes. true. Um, but I was actually attracted uh, attracted to this industry because of um, somebody that I was that I previously knew uh, that I was following on social media. Okay, and it's someone that I had actually previously worked with in the corporate world. And um, you know, I think we can probably all relate and everyone that's listening that we probably have some people at at our corporate jobs or people that we work with that we're civil with because we're adults. Absolutely. But you would never see us at a happy hour with them outside of work. I agree. You know? Yeah. Um and she was just um very negative in a lot of different ways and um, you know, was just kind of working on some stuff. So wasn't that person for me wasn't that friend for me a couple years later um she ended up getting laid off you know moved out to another area and i noticed just on her social media that she had just completely changed and you know just she was surrounded surrounding herself by incredible people. Okay. Uh, she was adding value all across her social media. She was reading books. She was listening to audiobooks. She was just a completely different changed person. And that's what attracted me. Okay. And I reached out to her and I said, what are you doing? what are you doing? And she ended up, you know, sending me a video to check out, you know, the typical thing that yeah. people, I guess, do within the industry, sent me a video, um, you know, rolled my eyes a little bit like, oh gosh, you know, okay, cool. Well, let me, it's let me one just, of those, it's I one mean, of and those That's things. exactly
2: what people think. First Every
0: 100% of people think that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was one of them. He was one of them. Uh, we watched the video together. And then the next day we ended up in a living room to check it out again. And, okay. you know, we ended up getting started because why not? you know and-, that,
2: and i would imagine that you saw the opportunity and potential for what it was uh, did now when you got into it originally did you know what the comp and product and baselines were for it or was it still discovery of okay wh- what does this stuff do because in my opinion in sales, any kind of sales, if you don't believe in your product, your service, whatever it is, you're not going to do very well, nor are you going to like it. Um, It's just kind of a a dead end street, in my opinion. So what was it that kind of got you into that?
0: Well, there is actually a significant um, story. Do you want to share about your dad and just kind of how that opened up our, our, I guess, our minds just wanting to help people through health? Okay. Because we are in the health industry. Okay. And wellness.
1: Very good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You know, so everything in life happens for a reason. A hundred percent. And um, back in June of 2014, my dad was actually in the beginning of 2014, my dad was diagnosed with liver cancer. Oh, wow. uh, and you know, whenever somebody you love, gets diagnosed with something crazy like that, you immediately want to help, right? Of you, course. You dive into the research, you start becoming a, a Google doctor, there right? There you go. You're yep. a doctor, Google certified. <laughs> and, um, you know, all my research just led me to the fact that our bodies are awesome. That was designed perfectly by our creator. We just need to give it the right stuff and our bodies can do what it's supposed to do, right? So I actually moved in with my father. I juiced him organic fruits and vegetables every single day, gave him alkaline water with minerals in it, natural oils, and from... One lab to the next, which was just a period of a month. Okay. Um, the, the, The results showed that his tumor had shrank from a little bit bigger than a golf ball size to pea size. Oh, wow. And all we did differently was add- The diet. Good quality, simple, proper nutrition, right? That's it. So I was ecstatic. Dad was ecstatic. But then the doctor did what he's taught to do in the schools that are owned or funded by the pharmaceutical companies, right? Let's get you on chemo before it spreads anywhere else. And I begged my dad, please don't do it. My dad's not going to listen to me. I'm not a doctor. listen to the doctor within two weeks of being on the chemo. His kidney failed. He had 100% liver failure. Um, so he got number one on the transplant list. And four days later, he got a new liver. Uh, he's still with us today. Thank you. Everything's good. Thank Matter of fact, okay, we good. just had breakfast earlier today. Awesome. And he had um, his lab results come back. And the doctor said, your numbers are astronomical and phenomenal. Okay. Your, your kidneys, your liver, whatever you're doing, keep it up. Amen. Which is an absolute blessing. So, um, that's what got me on the the path to where I said, okay, this is happening in my life for a reason. God's placing this in my life because this is what I want to do. Why doesn't everybody have this knowledge of just you know, before you go and attack your body with all this other stuff, mm-hmm. why don't you just try good quality, simple nutrition? Sure. And it's not going to happen overnight. There's nothing that happens overnight. No, it's, you're right. It's a process, right? Like anything else. So when she first had the opportunity placed in front of her, I'm nine years older than her, so I've been around the block a little bit longer. Or so he'd um, like to think. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I know, don't look at—we got some amazing products, but no, um, she. Was so fired up and lit up about it. And I saw that sparkle in her eye. In my head, I was like, oh my God, these never work. It's one of those things. And I've been to plenty because sure. I always show up. Gotcha. Because you never know what showing up might lead to. Of course. I you know, agree with that's that. That's one of the biggest things you could ever do in life is just move. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not a tree. Move. Show up. I agree. So um, I supported her, which was the second best thing I ever did. Marrying her was the first one. <laughs> Supporting her in this business. But in my head, I still had my my reserves but the reason why I supported her instead of pour all this word vomit of negativity on her is because I knew that the negativity that I felt was just a direct reflection of myself and my own ability to be able to achieve anything
2: justification for you were trying to justify why you weren't getting to the next step because of all of these other reasons that maybe didn't have anything to do with that yet. Cause you didn't know yet.
1: Correct. And it was my own, um, you know, ignorance or lack of education on the industries why I felt that way. And I think that's, that's the problem. Um, we, we're always wanting to help. Oh, I'm just looking out for my friend. But no, you're being negative and words are powerful. Mm-hmm. You can crush their dreams like that. Real quick. Yeah. Right. So I actually dived into it. And once I started understanding multi-level marketing, oh, my God, it was like, oh, yeah. it was like the, the clouds parted it, and, and the sun came. And not because of, of the industry, but because of the, the structure.
0: Uh,
1: hear me out. If every profession, and it, and it applies to most professions, okay. but not all, but let's say every profession decided to adopt the multi-level marketing structure, we'd all be sipping lemonade in the shade after busting our butts for five, 10 years. And, and here's how. So me and my dad, we had a construction company and we did um, backfill, we, okay. we did foundations, okay. flat work. But um, our backfill crew, we would teach the guy how to reach plans, get uh, you know the projects, uh, past and everything like that. Understandable. And yep. the minute he learned everything, guess what he did? Empowered somebody else to do it. <laughs> no, <laughs> he took our work. He, he, he ah, went to the guy and he got our work for, he did it for cheaper, cheaper once he learned. So if everything was set up to where I would encourage him to go get work, sure. because now I get a percentage off everything he does. And I would encourage him to add value to others and teach others Absolutely. because now he, they would, he, it was, it's a trickle effect. So i would get a percentage off of everything he does. And I would continue to learn uh, and train other individuals to do the exact same thing. After 5, 10 years, guess what? I would have residual reoccurring money. You're exactly right. Every single month from the efforts that I did for 5, 10 years. I agree. Now, taking a step back, you'd mentioned some
2: industries, some businesses. I would go as far as to say is every single one. And there's a way to correlate it between the two. Mortgage industry. In my previous uh, uh, place of employment, there was a person above me, a person above him, and a person above him, and, and so forth and so on. That was all taken a piece, but where did the revenue come from? That frontline yep. man. And at a certain point, you go, okay, how do I get these layers out of it to start my own layers? It's a cyclical thing in any industry that you put it in. Real estate, if you want to grow, you've got to empower, teach, and pay for those services and continue, continue, continue. Not every industry comes with the residual. That's, I think, a big, huge difference in I get up, I go to work, I'm building this residual, but when I stop, it stops. You guys have the ability to literally turn it off and it's still rolling. If you do a great job up front. So I want to talk about that.
1: that. That's the beautiful thing about leverage income as opposed to linear income, which is what we're taught. I wrote that down. We're leverage. taught yep. you, you want to make money, you go to work. You yep. trade your time for money. Correct. But the wealthy, the financially independent, they mm-hmm. figured out a way not only to do, to do that, mm-hmm. but they figured out a way to l- earn leveraged income. That is correct. And that's where the true power comes in. and That's where you can get what you're really after because most people aren't financially motivated like they think they are. Correct. People are, they want to be time rich. That's me. I want to be time rich. I want to be with my wife and my daughter every single day of my life. Right. I don't want to miss any of those moments. And not have to change your habits. Exactly. And you could keep all the gold, all the fancy stuff you want in the world. I'd rather have that any day of the week. And this is what this opportunity provided us. And what I loved most about it was the people that brought me in, I can make more than them because if I have good work ethic. Sure. And I have created a network that I've been building forever. It didn't happen overnight. Nothing right. happens overnight. And that's the problem with this generation. They want microwave success, five-minute abs. <laughs> There's no such thing as 5 minutes. abs. Seven-minute abs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's why you hear all these stories about these lottery winners that end up in a worse financial predicament than when before, dead. They, before they hit the lottery because they skipped the process. Right. You know, the, it's the, the story of the bamboo tree. You know, people don't realize this, but the bamboo tree, it takes one year of watering that little plant and then two years of watering that little plant. You don't see anything, right? There's no, there's it's no all foundation growth. work. It's yeah. all foundation. It's all the roots establishing underneath five years later. Guess what happens within six weeks? Boom. It, it shoots coming. up to 90 feet because if it would have shot up to 90 feet in year one, guess what would have happened? It would have fell. Sure. Because the foundation wasn't there and that's what everybody's. Not realizing you need to build a foundation. There's a process to it. Fall in Absolutely. love with the process. Fall in love with your system. I
2: agree 100%. And stay in the
1: pocket and stay consistent enough. You know, John C. Maxwell says the problem with people is they're unmotivated, right? Leaders are motivated, but motivation only lasts so long. What's going to keep you going is that you stay consistent long enough to get the results, and the results are going to motivate you to keep going. Exactly right. It's just like working out. You That's know right. what I mean? Yeah, you everybody wants do, that
2: instant result. I mean, want hey, that-
1: let me get a trainer so that I can
2: get healthier faster well the trainer's going to hold you accountable but if you don't show up there's nobody to hold accountable
1: <laughs> exactly and speaking of accountability we suck as human beings i agree on being uh, accountable to ourselves that's and, why and so i won't many say that's a generational thing
2: you, as, you said it right it's a human being thing yeah. not a generational thing in my opinion
1: absolutely and, and that's why we fail as business owners that's yeah. why most small businesses fail most small businesses don't last five years right people and, don't know that most real estate agents don't make a dime and they and they you know,
2: And reason being is, like you said, the instant gratification. They want that instant success, but somebody that actually makes it does go through year three, four, and five on the upswing, knowing that I'm going to keep blood, sweat, tear in this thing until something happens. And then
1: when it does happen, I'm still going to, I'm, I'm going to, oh, still, they got lucky. They, that's exactly, they're an anomaly. Oh, oh my God. They got lucky. They got lucky. It was perfect timing for them. They got in it, at the it beginning. It was this, you know, yes, and it's, you're exactly it's right. just a bunch of BS that we're programmed to say, to make ourselves feel better. Yeah, and
2: and and I think that most don't understand that what we're doing doesn't matter the industry we found a way to make it work, to make it grow and we'll get into that shortly, but it it we want it to be hard. We want that process, that journey to be something that we can actually grind our teeth on, tell a story about, fail, and then be able to educate ourselves and go, okay, we've been here before. Whoa, don't step on that landmine. I've been there. Let me tell you a story type situation. And again, we want it to be hard because at the end of the day, people, we want to be able to also share it with other people. Like, hey, this is how we did it. And it's okay to share that, in my opinion. I don't know how others feel, but I'm totally honest as far as how I got to where I am. The process is pull up a chair, let me tell you. And people don't believe it because it's like, no, that's not even. You're saying just hard work and you continuing to do this over and over. Yes, absolutely. But I guess they don't fully get that the 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 blood, sweat, and tears. They'll they'll say, well, LeBron James, he's a freaking nature. Um, uh, Michael Phelps, freaking nature. No, he. Bled, swept, and nothing but swimming, nothing but basketball, free throws, all of those things that people don't see. They don't see behind the scenes. They don't see it. They see the glory that you see on social media. But is that really um, not necessarily the truth? I'll be honest. It's what I want you to see.
1: Exactly. (laughs) It's an illusion. And that's why people grow up with this false Feeling like this is what I need. This is how I'm going to get it. And it never happens. And that's why people are miserable. Because all you got to do is stay in the pocket, trust the process. right? Um, and it's, it's just crazy. And that's why I love doing what we do within the network marketing industry, because even people who not, everybody's going to have financial success that sure, sure. you know, and, and locks arms with us. And and have we failed? Yes, we fail every day. We fail people, unfortunately, Yeah, but we fail forward and we move forward and you keep going part of the growing process. A lot of people, they fail and then, oh, that's it. I'm done. Right. So, um, because like you mentioned, We want to add value to others. The good book says to be a river, not a reservoir. Yeah. Because everything we have is not ours. It's just a gift and we got to pass it. We got to keep passing it in order for us to keep climbing that level. It's kind of a selfish reason if you look at it, but I want to bless others because I want to be blessed. And I wanted wanted to kind of emphasize what you just
2: said there is at a certain point, would it be considered selfish if your mindset changes to, I want to help as many people as I can versus I want to make as much money as I can, but yet the same thing ends up making you more in the long run.
1: Correct. Is like, that selfish? Like Zig Maybe Ziglar so. says, yeah. you know, help enough people get what they want. You're going to get what you want by default. Very true. Yeah. It's so. Very true. We,
0: we went from making thousands to earning our first million yeah. when we just that pivotal moment in our business to where it wasn't so much about our quick success in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, we each hit a six figure income in four months, right. you know, within the business that we're in each of us. And after that, you know, it's transitioning from, okay, you know, it's not about our quick success. It's not about that fast start anymore. Uh, it really never should have been, sure. you know, let's really start focusing on helping the success of the other people and helping them to achieve whatever it is that they want out of this business and, and solely focusing on what they want is when our business, I mean, tripled. You know, over the next ninety days. I
2: agree with that, and, and, and I'll, what I'll compare it to is when you set out to do this, you take off running. You're going. You're going. You're going. You get shit coming everywhere at you, and then all of a sudden, you go, "Man, we did well." And then at a certain point you go, okay, wait, 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 We can do really, really well if we sit down, put pen to paper, go over a plan, then implement the plan, see if we can poke holes in that plan and go do it again after we've done that a couple of times. And
1: now look, we're coasting, right? Right. right. I, I love that you say that because so many people want to have the plan before they do the whole right. thing. Right. In, in the book, The Leadership Challenge, they talk about uh, there was an experiment done where there was two groups Of individual, same amount of people, like 30 in this group, 30 in this group. And they were in a, like a pottery, like the movie Ghost, where you make pots. One group was told, make as many pots as you can within, I think it was three hours or something. Don't quote me on that. And then this other group was like, I want you to make the most perfect pot this world has ever seen within three hours. So after three hours, which group do you feel made the best pot, the most beautiful pot? Obviously the one that got to take their time and and to, to do it the right way no okay the one that tried to make as many as they could because they took action and they failed forward and i was like okay and this, as didn't work, this didn't work they progressed they got better and better, and better, and better, and better, and better and better and better i love that analogy and that, and i've and never heard it in my and, life and i I'm and never that's used that. that's the problem people oh I, before i get started i need to know this i need to know that i need to know this, I need, brand, this I, need I need to know this i need to know
0: that not in just our
1: industry in anything yeah. yeah and it's like no just go go you're gonna fail find you a mentor, you're still going to fail even with the mentor, but it's part of your process. And the mentor is going to let you fail on your own sometimes because you need that to grow into a leadership level. If somebody's holding your hand the whole entire way, you're never going to grow into your true potential. So it's just crazy how most people won't even take the action because they feel like they need to have all the knowledge and knowledge sometimes slows us down. And
2: I think that you're 100% correct. I mean, we talked previously about what is holding people back? Is it lack of knowledge? Is it lack of um, uh, the the um, encouragement, the, the belief in yourself? What is it? And I think all of those play a factor, but us and our generation, we want to know what we can do before we actually go and do it or speak to a professional about doing it. That's why reviews have gone up. That's why um, everything is online and you go and check out the Yelps and all this stuff before you actually even go versus Buddy said it was cool. Let's go figure it out in case it off. at all. Like, let's make it what it is going to be, you know. Um, but anywho, go ahead. So Yeah,
0: I think it's, I mean, it's definitely lack of belief in self. And I think that that's something that you just got to figure out on your own. You know, unfortunately, that's not something that anyone else can help you do is believe more in yourself. Right. Um, you know, for us, I think that's our biggest struggle with what we do is is really believing more in other people and what we know that they can achieve rather than them believing in themselves. And, and that's the, the hardest thing for us. But, you know, I honestly think that the main thing that prevents people from having success or taking those first few steps is fear.
2: I agree 100%. Fear, Sometimes it's paralyzing
0: more specifically, yeah, the fear of like the opinions of other people and what are other people going to think of me? That's it. A hundred percent. I think
2: that's huge in our generation more so than any other generation.
0: I think so too.
2: Only because it's so in front of us. We get to see what other people are doing or what they allow us to see or what they're putting out there. And we believe that to be true because it's right. It's right here. (laughs) How can it not be true? Like, look what they're doing right now. Right. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, people are harsh on themselves.
0: Yeah. And I think, I mean, even I went through it in the beginning stages of our of our business is, you know, what are people going to think of this? This is one of those things like, you know, they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, kill me. I can't believe you would, you know get yourself involved with one of those things and ruin the credibility that I didn't even have um, at the time. Yeah. Just so many crazy things. And, you know, eventually you just kind of, you start thinking a little bit differently as you work on personal growth and kind of work on personal development and building yourself up and becoming a better version of yourself. And you realize like now today I will never listen. I'll listen because I'm nice, but I will never take in the opinions of someone who's not where I want to be. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And I don't understand. You know, I, I just did a, a, a call just the other day for some of our team. And we talked about this. And I said, you believing in someone else's opinion of what it is that you're doing is basically telling me that the dream board that you have, let's say in your bedroom right now, is literally a picture of that person, their family, their lifestyle, their cars, their home, like the, the, where you want to be in five years you have all of their photos on your wall
2: that's, that's basically that's, a great way that's to basically
0: what you're saying and if the if, if that's not the case then why are we letting the opinions of other people just prevent us from taking those first steps Absolutely. and becoming successful and it's just it's mind blowing but fear 100% i agree it's
1: i agree with that we all wake up with two choices either love or fear everything else is attached to those two right there and in in the book called the traveler's gift by Andy Andrews okay. he talks about a committed heart versus an undecided heart Right, and here's the problem: most people want to toe dip in anything they do. Uh-huh. They're they're excited. They have a vision in their mind and hope and aspirations of what this business or what this you know job or what this career can do for them. And then all of a sudden, it's like the minute they hear one negative thing or the minute they let the doubt hear, and I think they clam I can help up. you
2: with this. The difference is most try things, whereas the very few. Do, do things. It. There's a... I mean, literally, if you walk over to my office on the glass wall like this, it says there is no try. There's only do or do not do. That's are it. None. That's it. I mean, you can try all day long, but until you get it done, I mean, what else are you doing? You're attempting to get it done. If you're saying you're going to try, you've already lost.
0: Yeah, you're, you're already lost. you're already planning I, your way out.
2: And, and, and I say whether you believe you can or whether you believe you can't, right.
1: you are right. Yeah. And that just goes back to me saying, oh, well, I, I'm trying to stop drinking. No, I don't try. I'm, I don't drink I don't anymore. Drink anymore. It's, it's totally different. Um, so, you, you know, you absolutely know, like Art Williams says, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> so back to the, the traveler's gift, he says that the committed heart will find any way to make it happen an undecided heart will find any way why they can't make it happen. The why canters and then the why I cans. So that's the problem uh, with the majority of of us today, all of us, you know, because we're we're groomed and we're programmed to have that undecided, uncommitted heart. But basically, if there's ever a vision of, of what a business or starting your own company can do for you and your family and you allow fear and doubt and other people's opinions to stop you, you're basically slapping... That's right. Our creator in the face. That's right. Because he placed that vision there for you and anything's possible.
2: Yeah. Failure is bad. Fear is comfort. Absolutely. It's It's crazy. Bass backwards. Yep.
0: It's scary just (laughs) hearing you say that.
2: Right. (laughs) It's strange, but it it is true. And and I love having this conversation because I want people to hear and feel the transparency in what we've gone through. Um, There is no way that you guys got to where you are overnight, as you had mentioned before. So how did that come to be? I mean, we don't have to go too far down the rabbit hole, but I want to kind of get, uh, uh, you utilize social media, you used your network. You, how, how did that go? It was a lot of, I would imagine, a lot of hard work, a lot of phone calls, a lot of no's, a lot of meet with people and then, eh. You know, tell me about that.
1: Yeah. So first of all, Warren Buffett says your net worth is a direct reflection of your network. Yes. So little did I realize at 17 years old when I decided to be an idiot and be out every single night doing bad things in different bars and clubs for for all the way to about 32 years old. Gotcha. I was building a huge network of individuals. Sure. Right. And that's how I was able to, uh, you know, build this business and have be an overnight success was because of. It's you leverage like your ba- network. It's like that bamboo tree. Mm-hmm. It was years and years and years of networking yeah. without even realizing I was networking, right? I just needed a vehicle to be able to um, capitalize in that network. And when I say capitalize, just help. Sure. Because sure. money is just a direct reflection of you yeah, adding it's value. It's okay to others. say capitalize. You here. know what I mean? Yeah. So that's how I did it. She. Did it a little differently?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, So
2: did you guys not go on the same path initially? It was like, okay, well, let me go at it this way. You
1: go at it that way. We'll meet in the middle. I'm no. the
0: one that really took this like full force in the beginning. What do you want to say?
1: So we necessarily didn't have the same path, but we had the same mission, vision, and goals. Okay. And okay. Dr. Napoleon Hill talks about in the book, Think and Grow Rich, that when one person has a vision, it's good. But when two or more people have that same mission, vision, and goals, it creates a third unseen force. It's called the mastermind alliance, right? That's where you create synergy, like the seven habits of highly effective people. Habit number six is is synergy. So it's like you got one horse, it's 8,000. it can pull 8,000 pounds. Another horse, 8,000 pounds together. People will, they can pull 16. No, they pull 24,000. Yeah. And that's, that's what we did. Momentum. When I finally got over... My little pouty lip, because when she first started, she didn't toe dip.
0: Let's She talk was about all the pouty in. Lip. And she about it.
1: The minute she got home from work, she was on call after call after call. And this is what it takes. You can't go watch Netflix if you wanna be successful. That's right. You know, so she, I was sitting there like, dang. So we're not gonna watch her movie, or we're not gonna go have dinner. And she goes, Look, short-term sacrifice for long-term Gain. Game. Let's do this for five, ten years. And then we'd never have to work a day in our life. That's right. Can you be on board with that? And we could travel the world and do everything. I was like, shoot, let's do it. And the minute I got on board, we were able to do that in six months. I love it. Yeah, he
0: definitely gave me a little bit of a hard time in the beginning, but he was incredibly supportive. And I'm super, super grateful for that. Uh, We already had opposite schedules as is. I think I worked Monday through Friday at the time and you had weekend, you were working weekends and you had like Tuesday, Wednesday off or Monday, Tuesday or something like that. Um, so when we were home, uh, we were constantly together, but we were never together gotcha. um, because I was nose deep in my phone. I was on phone calls. I was doing Zoom calls. I was doing all sorts of things. And yeah, you know, just connecting with people, building relationships, um, you know, maybe even chatting with some people that I haven't spoken to in a long time just to mm-hmm. see where they're at and maybe see if this is a good fit for them. Um, some of them, not so much. Some of them, this was right up the rally and um, they you know, got started. Um, a lot of what I personally did was on social media though. Okay. I think, and especially in today's world, and especially as millennials, um, most of everything that we do, business promoting, marketing, everything is ran and done through social Social, media. Absolutely. I mean, this is essentially social media, what we're doing right here, right right now. I I was one of the first
2: in 2012 to utilize social media and anybody can attest to this, um, to utilize social media, to let people know I was in the mortgage industry. Um, which essentially led to a vision that turned into an actual product. And now we have ReviewMyMortgage.com in addition to what we do here. But it was a vision of what do consumers want, what consumer is buying, and how can we give them what they want? And then who's going to pay for it? Right. <laughs> and essentially we turn the table on Zillow and leverage that with the mortgage lenders for an educational website, you know? Right.
1: Um, so that's awesome. Congrats. It, it,
2: thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. We're in month 10 and crushing it. We're now in 15 states nationally on some small concept that we knew could be utilized for something that could maybe change the world. Maybe. Um Will will there you go. Yes, sir. I mean, but if there's a chance we're gonna make it happen type situation. And, And I think that that goes back to what you were saying is a lot of folks think that it's like a luck thing. In my opinion, you've got to put yourself in the position to be lucky anyway. I'd rather be lucky than good any day of the week. But in order to be lucky, I've got to be sitting in that seat at that right time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If I'm stuck at home, There's zero opportunities in my way. You know, there's just nothing going to happen. Um, So would you agree when I say millennials, doesn't matter what generation, you want to do something, put yourself out there and just do it. Nobody's going to care.
0: And be authentically you the entire time. I agree with that. Yep. Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, you absolutely got to flow. Jim Carrey says you can't just sit in a corner and wish for a sandwich and the sandwich shows up. Shows but up. <laughs> saying that we do use vision board. Yeah. We visualize constantly throughout the day. We meditate on it. Sure. Uh, we attach the emotions, the feelings, the senses. How's it going to smell whenever I'm driving that car that I'm, yeah. you know, the, what's the breeze like in the face whenever I'm walking through that house that I want to build? You know, so you start putting all that. and And then the most important thing, <clears throat> excuse me, that most people. Miss out on is taking the action. Yeah. You got to move and then the gratitude. You got to give thanks as if it already happened. Correct. And you got to be grateful. And this is another thing that I see a lot of people miss the boat on because I was there. All this that I'm saying, I'm, I've been there, done that, mm-hmm. is not being grateful for the little things. Not being grateful for power. So not being huge. grateful for heat. So huge. How, how quick are you grateful for heat Isn't and power that when that shuts off? <laughs> and now weird. that's included in my <laughs> nightly prayers with my family right now. I mean... I will tell you,
2: I won't name names, nothing like that, but uh, there was a debate on a a post that I put out basically saying just that. And I had some individuals that were uh, a little bit, uh, oh, how do I say it? I'm not going to say selfish because they weren't selfish. It was just maybe short-term minded looking at the situation now versus taking a look back on the bigger picture of, okay, what's really going on and how can we really uh, not be as uncomfortable as possible? But my wife and I ended up buying them generators and sending them to them for the next time that this were to happen. Hopefully, and we don't know if it will or will not change their opinion, but we wanted to at least alter their perception. Yeah, we we didn't do it because we wanted them to think, oh, they're a bunch of rich people. They're just going to get had nothing to do with that. They weren't expensive. It had to. And our message in it was, hey, the next time this ever happens and God forbid it happens, use this to help the others around you. Why? Because I know you were okay. I know you were fine. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're sitting jamming on your freaking phone back at me during something that's supposed to be life-changing, oh, my God,
0: you wouldn't be doing that. Right.
2: Bottom line. Okay, yeah. so moving on.
1: I, I love that. Well,
0: good for you. That's awesome. <laughs>
1: that, that goes back to us being responsible. You know, yeah. Stephen Covey says you are able to respond. Response able. Yeah. It's not your age when you, you become a responsible adult. It's when you are able to respond to any situation that's out of your control. That's right. That still aligns with your mission and goals. Um, I got on a Facebook Live, and I, I titled it, this is who I blame for the power outage. Ugh, right. So everybody was like, Oh, who are you going to blame? Blah, blah, blah. He
0: got a lot of viewers <laughs> real quick.
1: And, and, and the viewers probably got on. And then they went, "Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa!" whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. <laughs>
1: yeah, because the only person I blamed was me. It's my responsibility to keep my little one and my wife warm and have electricity. So I, I guarantee you that it'll never happen to me again. I'll never be caught with my That's pants right. down again. So imagine power goes off. You're prepared. You have a generator. Boom. It goes back on. Heat goes back on. Are, are people going to be mouthing off?
2: Right. No. 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 It's just
1: like business. If that's people correct. are getting results, they're not going to be mouthing off. No. It's when they stop getting results because they're stopped doing the continuous action that it needle to get the results. That's right. That's whenever they start mouthing off, the system doesn't work. Hey, your scripts you gave me don't work. Yes. Hey, this don't work. Here, the, no, the, you don't work.
2: That, that's exactly right. Back to the person in the mirror right i mean gosh full circle on that one yeah. um no i agree with that a hundred percent and and sorry that i went off on that tangent but I, it needed to be said it, it was a good opportunity for that to and i know you feel the same way um
1: i think that's pretty cool
2: <laughs>
1: um right so I, I like the synergy we're having I, agree. I think we're vibrating at a good frequency here
2: so that being said i, I I want to dive into something, but I'm not sure how you guys would, would respond to it. So I'm just going to do it. Um, I, everybody knows I'm not an advocate for, for people to not go to school or anything like that, but I will and proudly say that I do not have a college degree. Did I go to college? Absolutely, I did. I spent many years in college, paid for it myself, played college football the first year, learned and met plenty of people, but I did not finish. It's probably the only thing I did not finish in life, but I did it by choice. Um and I don't regret it. I want
1: to ask you guys his opinion. Um, do either of you have college degrees? You have a college degree. I went for one semester, one year, maybe. I okay, know, and it, it wasn't for me. You so know, then my, this is a
2: good discussion my, right here. My,
1: my German grandfather, he was, had a successful business in Germany, and uh, the only <laughs> one I know. Sorry. He, he grabbed me when I was sixteen. He goes, move to Germany. I'll teach you the business for four years, and you can have it. And You know, my dreams were to be a professional baseball player. Gotcha. Yeah. So that wasn't happening. Um, But he told me, he goes, you don't need to go to school. Because I was like, I'm going to go to school, college, play baseball. He goes, you don't need to go to college to be successful. Just, you know, start a business, be smart with your money, invest in real estate, Mm -hmm. gold, and, you know, tangible stuff. Um, So that being said, school, now, she, when we were setting up all of her, her stuff. Sure. The um, financial advisor wanted to put together this college fund. Yeah. And I go, okay, well, if she decides she doesn't want to go 403B to college 3B or I, I don't like remember. A, uh, that's all Japanese yeah, to me. There you go. Okay. And he goes, No, she would only be able to use it for college. I said, I don't want to do that then. Yeah. Let me set up something that she could use it for whatever she wants because Give me a cash I do value not feel yep. that you need to go get a college education to be successful. And if you do your research, most self-made millionaires would say the same. But didn't even go to school. You're right. Wow.
0: So, or if they did, they're they, not pursuing their degree.
1: At all. Which but is that, where I stand. But that being said, education in school is so important because those uneducated business owners need to hire people with degrees. <laughs> I love that. So, That's awesome. Don't keep going to school, guys.
2: <laughs> no. And, and what I think I wanted to kind of pivot to was both of you... I mean, equally in this discussion we have, we've brought plenty of intellectual uh, 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 points to the table. Um, We also both have referenced things like books, things like experiences. I can tell you firsthand the way that I educated myself is I sought it out. I mean, at a certain point, it was like, okay, that person's really smart. How did they get there? Oh, wait, they wrote a book. Oh, let me go read that book. And after a while, it's like, God, I really don't like to read. Let me listen to these things. But I still got it done. I mean, literally the first book, and I said this in our first episode, and it's still true. <laughs> the first book I ever read was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I was 22 <laughs> years old. First book cover to cover. All of the educational books, all of that stuff, mm-mm, not a goosebump book, not any of that stuff. <laughs> that book, matter of fact, I read it twice. And it was like. Game changing. I understood everything that they were talking about because I was semi living it, but also curious if at the same time, if that makes sense.
1: So that's crazy you say that because my first actually I read one book my whole life all the way up until 34 years old when we were 32 years old when we started this growth journey, and it was the story in the life of Jackie Robinson.
2: Okay. Now mind
1: you, I was pretty smart in school because I knew how to remember and repeat very well. I was in AP courses English, and I still never read any of the books, and I passed because I was just cliff notes and paying yeah. attention. Anyways. So the minute I decided to read books, guess what happened? I don't read because I fall asleep. Sure. I have to listen. I'm right so there. I with I you. My, we were both ADD. my vehicle into a mobile, uh, you know, learning station. Sure. Uh, you know, I still listen to some music every now and then, but a lot of that stuff is just the wrong kind of programming that I want for right. my, my life and my reality. <laughs> so, uh, I I just listen to books and I went from reading that one book to now I have a stack of books Mm -hmm. and my income is a direct reflection of Of that. that, Absolutely. it's taking the knowledge of all these mentors. Yeah. You know, all these other individuals that have already been there, done that, bought the t-shirt and already had the experiences. And the more you read, you start to realize that, it's all just a few principles. They mm-hmm. all have the same few principles. And the first book that I read that changed my life was Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. There you go. Okay. Which you could get on YouTube for free. Right. And listen to 20, uh, 30 minutes a day. And you'll finish it in 22 days. Right. Right. Well, that's 30 minutes a day yeah. to change your life. But
2: I think people are scared. It's fear. Yeah. It's fear. Yeah. Um, and the information is out there. However, you consume that information, but- Here's something I want to ask. Do you or did you find that when you were reading those books, because just like you, once I read one, it was like, OK, I'm hungry. I want some more. And I'm getting used to this reading thing. Did you find yourself having to read things over and over a couple of times, just not for understanding purposes, just for more so, um, well, I guess maybe understanding, but more so it's sticking, if that makes
1: sense. Let, let me see if I understand your question. Do you mean like rereading the same book or just rereading the information? The
2: information, okay. That the information. So,
1: so if I'm reading, yes, absolutely. Okay. I would have to, but when I listen, I I'm don't have good. to do that. Likewise. I'm able to absorb it and yeah. soak it in uh, and understand it. Cause I also pause and I write notes, right. pause and I write notes. Uh, here, here's
2: a, 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 a pro tip for those that are ADD, ADHD, instead of reading books, listen to them. And here's a, a an additional uh, caveat to that or piggyback or parlay, whatever you want to call it. Speed it up to like 1.25, something like that, so that you have nothing else to do but pay attention to what they're saying, or else you're going to miss it. And that's how people like us um, consume and actually uh, have things that stick
1: 100%. Are you you saying? I I was going to show you my screen. The 1.25? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Straight up. I mean, uh, it was probably maybe four years ago, five years ago that somebody told me that. And I was like, what? You're crazy. I did it. And it was like, oh, man, I am paying attention to this all the way. So anywho. And it's because I don't
1: like to spend eight hours. reading That
2: too. Time is time is very, very important. Um, So, I mean, we've talked about a lot here, guys. Um, Where do you guys want to go from here? What do you want to talk about? We can keep going. Let's see here. So some of the passions that we wanted to talk about with you guys was time and financial freedom. Uh, I would go as far as to say the path and the journey that you guys took is what now gives you the time that you want and the financial freedom that you deserve, in my opinion. Um, when people say, gosh, uh, you live the life. No, I live the life that I work for. Okay, so don't don't take it for granted or don't uh, don't get me wrong or don't get it twisted. I work my tail off, you know, and I'm not where I want to be in life at the end of it. Um, I want to be able to live a legacy. I want to be able to do the things that the people you hear about now that change the world. Is it possible? I'm crazy enough to think that it is, you know, Um, and I think you guys are on the same playing field or the same mindset with that. So I want to go into mindset. We've talked about fears. We've talked about um, hesitations. We've talked about failing. But mindset is what, in my opinion, gets us going. Right.
0: it will make you or break you.
2: So tell me about that.
0: It's you know, it's honestly like Putting myself out there. It's something that I am continuously having to work harder at. Um, He and I work really, really well together as far as our business goes. And really, I think in all aspects of life, because he's the one who commits more so to like personal growth and development and reading and listening. Mm -hmm. Something I should do more of versus i'm the person that's like i'm the shark i'm the eagle i'm like let's go 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 we got this going on today we got to take action we got to do these calls this call and if if i ever have something that i need help with um to maybe there's like a situation throughout our organization that needs to be resolved or there's a conflict or something i'm like hey babe you got that because i got a call i got to take i don't got time and so that's kind of how we how we feed off of each other so 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 well but i mean Mindset is everything. I mean, really, like, how you feel when you wake up in the morning is really going to just set out your entire day. I agree. Um, It's, you know, understanding that those those little hoops and hurdles that you hit throughout the day, not letting that literally just ruin your entire day yeah. you know and just understanding that it really just starts it starts right, right up there. here yeah it starts right up and, here and
2: i like the analogy that i use quite often it's like taking a shower taking a bath i mean hopefully you do it <laughs> something you every, do day.
0: every
2: day <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um but mm-hmm. and i tell folks i 100 percent i don't care and who knows how long i'll need to do it but every morning i listen to a very similar or the same playlist uh i watch the same motivational videos and it, it Yes, it's repetition, but at the same time, it's that same message that it's just a constant reminder of, hey, stay focused. This is why you're doing it. If you need a little push, here it is type situation. Do you guys have a routine or a ritual that keeps you uh, focused in the right mindset, uh, right
0: attitude, so to speak? Um, Every single morning, I mean, we do at least like 15 to 30 minutes of personal development every morning, whether it's listening to a book, whether it's just watching a video. The thing when I mean, the thing is, is everything's out there for you already and it's free. It's true. Um, Most of everything that I personally do in the morning is just found on YouTube. Okay. You know, he does more of like the audible and the books and things like that. Uh, We have a system within our organization and team to where we every single morning, Monday through Friday, we provide that personal growth and development um, 15 to 30 minutes every single morning. And just participating on that is just a great start, you know, to the day. And I would recommend, you know, there's little things um, as far as even just a morning routine that are going to help you have, have a better day and get you in that right mindset, which is not checking your phone first thing in the morning agree. and focusing on you first thing in the morning and doing some self-love activities. Yeah. And, you know, we even have um, like affirmations that we literally have tacked in four different places all around our house, you know, talking. You've got to like memorize like a chant. Every time he takes a shower, he's literally shouting this out to the rooftops. I love it. All these affirmations. Yeah. Um, and it's just... It's how you wake up in the morning you I know, agree. more I than agree. anything, and that's when it needs to be done. So,
2: And the reason why I ask that is you both, I, I view as leaders, you have a team under you that you're constantly, and you correct me if I'm wrong, you're constantly having to also remind and kind of set on the right path and give a nudge back to where they're supposed to be and set the expectations and also set the goals and the vision for where we're going. And then you coach through motivation and leading the way and preaching the way I mean what's that like
1: It's fun That was super fun No cute. it's super fun because <laughs> you said it let let you Basically talk. what we do is yeah there's a business yeah. but that's just the cherry on top Right we are a personal growth development program and that's why I had started talking about this earlier but most people that that join they if they leave yeah they leave better than when they came. It makes perfect for sense. people that actually like paid sure. attention, actually gave it a shot, right? Um, and then they become successful at their job or career or they start their own business. I don't know how many people that left our team now they're business owners. It makes because sense. Because we we not us. Personally, I don't take any credit for anything. It's all them. Right. But we provided a culture, a winning system to where they can become a better version of them every single day. Even if it's just 1%. Absolutely. 1% every single day, 365 days a, a And a you year. said it. I mean, providing the culture that
2: then lays the foundation with the needle moving activities that are supposed to be done in order to get to whatever your goal is and your goal can be million dollars it can be five whatever your goal is you're going to get there if you follow this path here's the equation go apply it we'll show you how here and there but at the end of the day it's back on that person in the mirror right yep Mm -hmm.
1: and you know what's mind-blowing I was 34 years old before I wrote down one single goal in my life
2: Wow. 34
1: years old. Wow. I used to think like, why do I need to write it down? Yeah. I, I know what I want, but it's like magic. You got to, you write it down. You got to repeat it. You got to say it over and over again. Make it one of your passwords. Absolutely. You yeah. know, that you use 20,000 times a day yeah. because it's going to get embedded in your subconscious mind. And this is how powerful it is. When we first um, you know, met, it was the year 2014 and my goal board was sitting right there on my bed and I would read them out loud. I would visualize uh, in the morning and I would do the same thing at night before I go to bed. And there was one goal on there, and it said by January of 2015, we will have X amount of money. And it was an even number. Sure. Saved up for a down payment on a house. Okay. And there was other goals like marry the love of my life, yeah. I'll go to um, the Caribbean for a honeymoon, you know, <laughs> that, stuff yeah, like yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. So uh, January comes of 2015. Sure. I had $1,200 in my bank account, not anywhere near. Right. The amount that I had for my goal. But what I had was faith. Yeah. I believed. I was like, it's gonna happen. You believed in yourself. It's it's absolutely gonna happen. How I thought it was gonna happen was completely different from how it happened. That's what you got to remember. How you think, don't get attached to how you think it's gonna happen. Just stay focused on the goal at the same time. Don't get so focused on the goal that you don't fall in love with the process because the process we can change. Because if you if you have a goal and you don't hit it, a lot Mm -hmm. of people get. Out of the box. Well, I'd go as yeah. far as
2: to say that I've opened many businesses, and not a single one ended the way we started out. <laughs> I Isn't mean, that crazy? It's kind of like people. If you want to be better, you're going to have to change. Yep. A lot, and it's like little things up to the big things up to who you are, and a lot of people will say, man, you've changed. I mean, that's, that's what we want to (laughs) do. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) So yeah, that's, that's a, it's a lot of good information. It's a lot of, um, nuggets that people can, that are listening, can hear that and go, wow, that's layman enough that I can actually apply that. You know, we're not talking over people's heads. You don't need to, Mm -hmm. uh, you've got all these financial advisors and these economists that are talking over your head and you're, okay, wonder why they're discouraged. <laughs>
1: right. Talk
2: to me like a human being.
1: So getting back to that, the middle of January, we get a phone call from a, a family member and not a dollar off to the exact amount that I believe with all my heart I was going to be able to create in my reality to have a down payment of house we were gifted. That's awesome. How amazing is that? That's awesome.
0: Isn't it crazy? So...
1: Goals, that's awesome wow. and writing down your goals and seeing them over and over again and visualizing and attaching the senses to them and giving thanks that you already received them
0: and taking and action taking action move just move so important.
1: just move just go out and move energy flows you absolutely you're gonna you might go to starbucks and run into the individual that's going to help you build your dream business or whatever it is that's right you know so and that's where people you know they they the The secret the book the secret sure. the, the go take action it's Everything's great. I'm like, Go take action. Everything
2: happens while yeah. you're taking action. Yeah. And you know?
0: time and time again, you see so many people, especially all across social media, just spreading negativity. And oh, I hate this, and I hate that, and I hate my job. And oh my God, it's Monday. You know, oh my gosh, I can't wait till Friday. TGIF, You know, so many people are just preaching and wanting so badly and talking about they want different results and they want a change. They want, but they're not moving. They're not changing. They're not getting outside of their comfort zone. They're not. They're they're staying staying right where they're comfortable. Right. They're not willing to do anything different you expecting different results, which, you know, it's a definition of insanity. Um, and yeah, I mean, mindset's tough, though. That's nothing that you can train or teach anyone.
2: No, and I agree with that. I mean, um, it, is it something that can be developed? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Uh, is it something that's innate? I think in some people, it is innate. I mean, some people wake up and they're just badass. It <laughs> is what it is. What motivates you? Me! Okay, great. Rawr. Let's keep on going. <laughs> I'm going to grab your <laughs> coattails. Let's go. <laughs> um, but... I think that definitely is something that the folks listening needed to hear. Uh, this is a pretty good one. And I wanted to make sure if there was there anything else that you guys want to uh, address while, while you have this time, um, I know you want to kind of keep the, the business on the DL and do what you do. And I appreciate that and, and uh, definitely respect that. Uh, because you are successful at what you do. I've seen it. I know it. Uh, You're here preaching it and walking the walk instead of just talking the talk. Um, And that means a lot, uh, especially to someone like myself who it's tough to relate to people my age. I'll be honest with you. It's hard for me to have a a good intellectual conversation with folks my age um, because time is valuable. If that conversation isn't going to add any kind of benefit or value to me, I'll be honest, I'm out. You got me for like two minutes and then after that, uh, okay, I'm out. Sorry. That doesn't mean that I'm rude about it or anything like that. But if I'm trying to be here, I need to continue on that path. Uh, And anything that's pulling on my time, I've already uh, done a good job of learning how to delegate automate or eliminate from my processes which
1: is tough absolutely
2: very it's yeah. very tough it's it's tough even knowing when to do those kinds of things um but this book here taking the stairs and procrastinate on purpose if you haven't read them read read them they're
1: pretty good books um, but yeah is there anything else that you guys want to address i mean i just want to piggyback off mindset for, yeah. for everybody listening That's where it starts. I don't care what knowledge you have and what industry that you have. If you don't have the proper mindset, if you don't have a positive mental attitude daily and you keep that by personal growth and personal development, negative thoughts are going to come in. Negative things are going to happen. How you react is going to determine, you know, to those situations, going to determine if you can keep a positive mindset or not. But if you can stay positive and your mindset is bulletproof, Everything you ever want is going to come to you. It might not happen tomorrow, but just keep believing and keep focused because even where you're at right now, again, it might not be where you want to be, but it's just a stepping stone to get you where you're going. If you have the right mindset, all the doors continue to open. You just have to be in a good vibration, a positive vibration to see those doors. Because if you're a negative vibration, you're not going to see those doors. That's right.
2: I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, and it, I, I will leave with this. If you are seeking, and, and you had mentioned this, if you're seeking the answer or the path of how you get to a, a goal and where you want to be, don't ask the people around you. Ask the people that have been there. I promise you they are open and willing to share this information. Guaranteed, guarantee. Yes. Um, and they won't sugarcoat it for you either. I, I would go as to say everybody that I've had on the show thus far is more than happy to share their trials and tribulations and how they got to where they are because it wasn't easy. It's like, I want somebody else to feel this type situation. Um, But again, guys, great, great show. I appreciate you guys taking the time, especially with the little one. Um, And and I hope she had a great time. She Um, did. Yeah, good. Um, But for the viewers out there, if you like this content and if you uh, have gotten something out of the content that you believe may help you at some point in time in your life, start implementing it. Um, Do that and also give us a like and a share, maybe some feedback, review, something like that. But again, thank you for tuning in. I want to thank our guests Andres and Kinley for joining us today. Um, You guys make today count. Thanks.